In the studio, I have Mike, and you just told me your name. Pronounce that again? Swearing Jim. Swearing Jim. So if you're in PE class and you're mad at the coach, what do you do? Yeah, you cuss in Jim. If you cuss in PE class, you're uh, swearing Jim. You're swearing Jim. And you and I have something in common and that... Well, you used to be in the radio business. How yeah. long were you in the radio business? Uh, from ninety, well, from eighty five to two thousand fifteen. So you do the math. Long time. It was a while. So why'd you get out of the radio business? <laughs> I was hungry. <laughs> I like paying my bills. Uh, you know, uh, it's it's unfortunate. A lot of people think that uh, you get paid like a Howard Stern, but not everyone. Well, has a few Stern. people do. Yeah. Most people. Not most of us. Yeah, most of us. So you're in the O'Fallon Chamber of Commerce. Yes. That's I meet you the other met. day and I'm we go around the table I you know, introducing each other and you and I introduced myself as a radio guy and you said, Well, I used to do that too. So I said, Well, let's get together and I brought you into the studio and you didn't know we were gonna do the podcast. We're doing a podcast right now. How yeah, about this that? This is completely uh... <laughs> Ad hoc. <laughs> now, you are now a real estate agent. I am. Thank how, you. How long have you been doing that? Uh, since COVID. So about three years. Um, I was, this is my third career. I was doing the radio thing for a, for quite a while, um, then part-time, and then I got into manufacturing. And, What'd you do in manufacturing? Well, my dad was a mechanical engineer, and uh, college education was communication. So, not that I can speak, but business and <laughs> communication. So, um, he invited me to come back home, which is the O'Fallon area, and work with him. And we started a business and did tool and die special machines. We built, he designed, we built special equipment. Really? And precision machining. Yeah. You know, what's interesting, a lot of people don't realize, but there's a lot of that in the St. Louis area. There's a ton of it. Well, especially with Boeing. Exactly. Here. Yeah. And like, for example, there's a lot of manufacturing in Western St. Charles County that people don't know about. A ton of manufacturing in Franklin County, the Washington area. A lot of precision, you know, metal making, finishing, tool and die. And a lot of those guys do work for like the big aerospace companies. Yeah, we did a lot of, it was just contract work. So we did a lot for a lot of different people. Um, played a little bit in the aerospace industry at the time. Uh, wasn't until later in my career I ended up selling the business after my dad passed, and uh, went to work for another company here locally, and then ultimately ended up I was running the operations, uh, the floor at Kimco Aerospace in Kirkwood. No kidding. Did that for uh, for a short time, and then with COVID, everything kind of got shut down, and the real estate thing started. My my side hustle became more of a full time. So how long have you been a real estate agent? Just just under three years, right? But did you have your license way back when? No, I because again because of COVID, I thought I'm not going to just sit home and do nothing. Just because we were shut down, I was you can't keep me down too long. So I went ahead and got my license. And so now you're doing it full time. I am. Is it been profitable for you? Do I dare ask that question? You know what? Um, There's there's a lot. So because I grew up in the O'Fallon St. Charles County area, right. I've been here for a lot of years. Um, went to high school. Everybody asks that, right? I went yeah, to where'd you go to high school? Before <laughs> Zumwalt. Before there were multiple Fort Zumwalt, right. we were out in a cornfield. Um, and then because of 
my SOI or my sphere of influence. I was on the Ford Zumwalt school board for 21 years. Wow, no kidding! I, and just you're a heavy did a hitter. Lot of business. Well, I wouldn't say that. I'm telling you, I'm you're you're an influential person. No, I feel honored talking to you. Stop I'm it. just some radio schlub. You know no, what I'm saying? You're Brad Hildebrand. <laughs> no, nobody, trust me. <laughs> so yeah, I I I I really hit the ground running, and I've done fairly well. I wouldn't say that I'm wealthy or anything like that. Now, for uh, those people who are listening. Mm-hmm. What's it really take to be a good real estate agent? You have to like people, which is sometimes a challenge, right? And some people can be, when you're dealing with the public, I learned that in my high school years working as a curbboard steak and shake. I was naive. I thought everybody was nice. And you find out that most people are, but some aren't, right? That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, well, in, in real estate, the majority of what we do is marketing and relationships, and that's why I like to go to the chamber and I'm in networking groups and, you know, I like to sit down and do one-to-ones basically like you and I have We're done. doing it right now, but right. the only thing is exactly. we're doing it with microphones and a podcast, and right? And there's another 500,000 people listening, right? <laughs> that's right. I wish they were the case. Maybe there will be. <laughs> so, so you enjoy it? I do. I really do. Um, it, because I, I've always been an entrepreneur by heart, uh, with the other businesses that I had owned and, and operated. I don't really like to be told what to do, so I like to do my own thing, set my own schedule. And but you have to be sort of a self-starter because you have to really get that fire burning down yeah, below, don't you? Absolutely, absolutely. So it, it does take a special kind of someone, I think, to be a good realtor. There are a lot of realtors that uh, do it because they think they're going to make a lot of money and maybe crash because of it. I'm more. I'm not in it necessarily for the money. I've already had my careers. Uh, I've raised my family. And you're not that old of a guy, are you? I'm 55. Oh, you're just getting, your life's just, just begun for you. You've right? got another 30 years to work. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I don't plan to retire. You know, you're like so. me. Uh, you know, you know what the number one cause of death in the United States is, don't you? Retirement. Yes, sir. Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> that. So, so this is a new adventure for you. Mm-hmm. And, and you're with which firm? You're with? I'm with Magnolia Real Estate Magnolia. Now, in O'Fallon. Now, is, is Magnolia, are they an associated, are they like with, you know, the, the, who's the big one? The EX. P oh, and, no. and the other ones? Yeah, no. Uh, Magnolia is a privately held company, and um, there's about 80 agents, and we having fun. Wow, that's a that's a large agency then. Yeah. Now, uh, the best thing about being a real estate agent? Closing. <laughs> Worst thing about being a real estate agent? <laughs> Closing. <laughs> no, uh, actually, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna edit that. Really, the best part for me about being a real estate agent is is truly uh, making that phone call and saying, "Hey, Brad, we got a contract. You know, we're gonna sell your house." Or, "Hey, we you know they accepted our contract. Uh, you you get to buy. It's gonna be the largest investment of your lifetime." Um, there's always a lot of excitement in that, and so. If I can be a duck and basically keep everyone, you know, looking at me above the waterline while I'm working to make sure everything comes together below the water, that's kind of what my goal is for my clients. I want them to have a smooth and joyful transaction and be excited when they do. Sign. And literally, the the stack now is about it's, two inches. Thick I know it's when crazy. I've papers. heard it's just unbelievable. Well, and every paper is designed because of something that's happened, right, right right so it's just like my favorite you know my favorite one is you know about the deal in chesterfield what's that no that about the airport do you know about this no tell me that if you any piece of property that's sold in chesterfield there's a disclaimer in there that you know that there's an airport there and you won't complain about the noise <laughs> really yeah true story 
Now, I don't sell a lot in Chesterfield, but there is a paper that says that because I guess people right are because somebody right? moved in. It's just like I, I I've lived in St. Charles County for a long time. Okay, there used to be a racetrack up at ninety four. I remember that in Jump I've Station, been for right? A long time okay, too, yeah. so. People moved in. They built a house next to the racetrack. And then they, oh, it's too loud here. Right. Let's go. You move next to a racetrack. Guess well, what? So school board, right? <laughs> right, right, right. So we had people moving next to school buildings. And they complain about the, the noise. football field. Oh. And they complain about the light standards. That, there's too much light in my house. And the PA so, announcer. It's, yeah, it's exactly. noisy at night. Exactly. Well, you know, there was, it's funny you should mention that because I think one of the West County schools, I can't remember which one it was, that's out in town and country, they tried to, they didn't have lights and they tried to get lights and the neighbors shot it down. Oh, well, right. We don't want those lights. And I'm going like, you live next to a school. Okay. That's like complaining. That you hear bells, right? You know, you're, the buses, like there's diesel buses in the parking lot. Guess what? It's a school. Right. So, okay, now here's my question for you. As far as real estate, this is the thing that I get all the time. There was a time within the last year, 18 months, when if you listed a house for $500,000, there were people who would say, well, I'll bid five twenty, And then another guy came along and bid five forty. Another guy came along and built five eighty. I remember hearing a real estate agent in another station. I won't mention the guy, the guy's name. And he told me the story about how he got a complaint from a guy who put in a contract on a house. And he said, how did I not win that house? I bid $150,000 over list price. And the agent said to him, well, the reason you didn't get it, because another guy bid $175,000 over list price. So here's my question. Why don't you list every price, every house for a million dollars? No, no, seriously. Think, no, that's good. think, that's think good. about it from the angle that if, like, let's say, okay, here's a perfect example. Let's say down the street from us, down the street from us, we're out now, there's a Mercedes-Benz dealership, okay? And you went in and looked at one of the Mercedes, and it was, it was a $90,000 car. And all of a sudden on the radio, you hear an ad, hey, today at blah, 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 Mercedes, every car is only $30,000. That's right. We said only $30,000. No gimmicks. No, you know, no, no funny business. We're just blowing out the inventory. Every car is $30,000. How quick do you think the parking lot would fill up with people beating each over over the head to buy that that Mercedes for less than half price? My philosophy is the same way. List every house for a million dollars, and you offer me $500? Sold. That's a great question. <laughs> I don't know that. So, you know, we, we're taught to try to, to, to price these homes that it would be relatable to the market, whatever the value of the market may bring, you know. And really, regarding the story previous that you just mentioned – Homes are valued only what someone's willing to pay. Exactly. Right? Right. Um, and appraisers, think, which which I still say is a they're, gimmick. They're deal killers. I just had <laughs> – that speaking of gimmick, we ju- I just had a home that we went under contract for $489,000. There were three homes that they looked at as comps, com- comparables, right? Right. In, in around the area that just also sold recently from four ninety. dollars to five hundred and thirty thousand dollars. So anywhere in a normal state of realism, real you know, whatever reality is, you would think that my home would have come in somewhere between four ninety and five thirty. No, it, it came in at four ninety. Why? Because the house sold for four eighty nine. So it's just a thousand dollars. You know, we got to make sure that it's safe for the bank, but we don't want to give those that are buying the home any additional equity 
prior to moving in. Well, see, and that's what's always frustrating to me is like, let's say a subdivision, okay? Subdivision I heard St. Charles, pick a subdivision, and let's say I buy three houses in that subdivision, okay? Let's say each of the houses a $500,000 house, okay? And I buy three houses in a row, one, two, three, and I tear them all down, and I build a $10 million piece, a $10 million house. That house isn't worth $10 million. It's maybe worth, what, $750,000 because of the fact that the comps? Well, yes, Honestly. And so I have a neighbor right across the street from me who bought a house that they have put close to, and I don't live in a neighborhood like this, but they put probably close to a million dollars in their home. And she knows. And I asked her, I said, you know, you'll never sell that house for what you have in it. And she said, no, I know that. I just like what I have. I don't plan to move. So I'm making it what I want. Me, on the other hand, if I'm going to do any improvements to my house, it's going to add value to my house, but I don't want to overprice my house out of the market so that I'm actually losing money. So how many times have you had someone who listed their house with you and you said to them, I think this house is worth $300,000. They went $300,000. This is worth $600,000. Oh, they all do that. <laughs> <laughs> they all do that. And, and the difficult thing is, is you, you never want to be the person to tell someone else their baby is ugly, Right. Well, so, hold on a minute now. I've said that before. <laughs> you got an, I think all babies are ugly. Baby. Yeah, all well, babies are ugly. But, but that's you don't want to tell them that their house is ugly. I hear you. Yeah, you know? right, so right. you have to be very political, I guess, in, in the way you tell them, right. like, hey, you know, you really should paint the walls. Right, Take right. Down and, some of those and that cracked driveway you need and, to replace and, and the plumbing that's leaking in the basement, you right. need, there's a couple things that need couple, some work. Some right. things that need help. Right. And the hole in the roof, we need to take care of that, right? That type of stuff. Now, if people want to get a hold of you, and by the way, we're talking to, and I love the way I, I, because his name is spelled S-W-A-R-I-N-G-I-M. And I go, how you pronounce that? And your answer was? Well, it's like cussing in PE class. <laughs> swear in gym, right? Swear in gym. Yeah. <laughs> So people want to get a hold of you, how they do it? Uh, my cell phone is the best, 314-482-1722. That's 314-482-1722. Uh, also, Mike at stlree.com is my email address. Or if you go to stlree.com, uh, it brings you to my blog page. And it's stlouisrealestateexpert.com. Oh, I was going to ask you, what is S-T-L-R-E-E? Mm-hmm. And that's your blog page? Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you, uh, do you, uh, do, uh, blogs anywhere else? Do you do, uh, do you do podcasts? You ever heard of a podcast before? Isn't that what we're doing right now? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> what Smart we're doing right like. now. <laughs> <laughs> do you do any kind of stuff like that? I don't, um, regularly, but I'd love to maybe try. We'll see. Do you want to buy some advertising on our station? Uh, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Is that the right answer? Yes, that's the right answer. <laughs> oh, excellent. You know what? And and it sounds like you really enjoy what you do. I do. I really do. And see, you know, I have to tell you that I've been this doing this a long time. I've told you how long I've been doing this. And I've not made a lot of money. But you know what? There are days I wake up and I think to myself, what the hell am I doing? But the majority of the days I wake up and I think to myself, I would want to do nothing else than what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? I do know. Uh, in fact, that's where I'm at now. If If... When I was doing radio for so many years ago, right. I had that feeling of prosperity, not because of the money I was making, but because of how I felt and who I was and just that I enjoyed what I was doing. And then I went into manufacturing. And although I feel like that was a, a great gift back to the community and to mankind and working on airplanes and, you know, 
I wasn't enjoying what I was doing, and now I do in real estate again. I feel that sense of prosperity again. And again, it has nothing to do with finances. It's how when I wake up in the morning, I feel joy. Well, and, and what's interesting for me is that with, through my business and my time in the radio business, there's a couple different levels that I feel good about is that a lot of times we're helping small business people and I am a small business person. And I guess what's sort of frustrating to me is that sometimes I see small business people and I see them making stupid mistakes thinking like, well, everybody knows who I am. Nobody knows who you are. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, in today's economy, there's so many, like in your business, how many real estate agents are there in St. Charles County? What, oh, gosh. five, 6,000, something least, like that? You know, and, and I say that everyone knows at least probably at least five right. real estate Uncle agents. Uncle Jim sells real estate. Everybody. Susie down the street, right? But, you know, I have this abundance mentality. I, I I feel like even though there are 5,000 different real estate agents to choose from, there are also 100,000 homes out there that need to be bought and sold at different times. Obviously. And most of your business is in St. Charles County? Most of my business is in St. Charles County. I do go into St. Louis County. Um, I actually have a listing right now in St. Louis City, which is odd for me. I like to stay in my lane. I, I'm from St. Charles County, so I like to do a lot of work work in St. Charles. County. I don't know if you heard this or not. I heard it just this morning. Another radio station. Should I say that? Shame on me. I listen to other radio stations. That's I don't. Did you get that? You know what? One of the most common questions I still get to this day is, "Do you listen to other radio stations?" And I always just, I tell people, I go, I go. Do you think the guy who works at a restaurant only eats, eats at his restaurant? No. Right. And if he's a smart, if he's the owner of the restaurant, he's going to be eating at the other restaurants to figure out what they're doing, you know, to see what they're doing right and what they're doing wrong because he's going to, he's going to pick the good ideas they're using or the good menu ideas, ideas and try to. Anyway, the, I heard on another station this morning that the city of St. Louis has down again population wise. This is an update for the 2020 census. City of St. Louis is down. St. Louis County's down. I think St. Charles County or St. Louis County was down like 7,000 people. But Franklin, Warren, St. Charles, and Jefferson County all up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's been going on for years. Yes. I mean, look you know, at the population the of St. Charles County, over 400,000. St. Charles County now is larger than the city of St. Louis. St. Charles County is like probably 415, 420. City of St. Louis is under under 300,000. And you know, I, this little statistic, I'll give you this one. If you take the St. Charles County population, which we call the Westplex, if you take that population, if you just pulled St. Charles County and put it in the middle of Kansas, we would be the 47th largest city in the country. You're kidding. No, seriously. Wow. 47th just in St. Charles County. Because, matter of fact, we would be, we would be larger than Tulsa, Oklahoma. And, and, and when you think about that, you go like, whoa, holy cow. You know, I mean, when I moved to St. Charles County, you know, I mean, like my ex boss, my, the radio boss I had, he was a little bit of a West County snob. He said to me one day, Hey, Brad, I hear you're buying a house in St. Charles. No, he said, I hear you moving to St. Charles County. I go, Yeah, I am. He says, Are you buying a single wide or a double wide? Ouch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, um, you know, there are still folks that don't want to cross the bridge. Uh, tell me about it. You know, even, even today. Right. Hey, Mike, it's been a joy. Once again, contact information. 314-482-1722 or mike at stlree.com. And just remember, if you cuss in gym, you... No, s- oh, you, if you cuss in PE class. Cuss in PE class, I'm sorry. Then you swear in gym. And it's Mike swearing gym. Mike, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, Brad.